the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Hey everybody, Kevin Sylvester, Mike Giannini. This is an emergency edition, not really an emergency, but a breaking news edition of the Spot Track Podcast. Sort of, one podcast. day late. Well, we were at a roast <laughs> last night, so... Um, it was a roast, right? Anyhow, yeah. we were at a roast last night when the the news broke. Bryce Harper uh, with his contract. So we're going to talk about that. Finally, deal. Kevin. Finally, yeah, that deal. Um, Thirteen years, three hundred and thirty million dollars. Is that it? Well, that's we're gonna, it. We're going to find out what it really that's is right. because there's taxes and such involved. So we thought, uh, who better to bring on? Then the sports tax man himself. Here's our conversation. We spoke just a, a, few, a little bit ago with Robert Rayola. Well, with the big contract for Bryce Harper and you know other big contracts in baseball, we had to figure out tax ramifications, Mike, and where Harper didn't didn't sign because there were plenty of offers out there. So yeah. we're going right to the tax man That's himself, right. the, the sports tax man, the at sports tax man on Twitter, Robert Rayola from PKF O'Connor Davies. Great to have you on again, Robert. Thanks for having me on, fellas. Always a pleasure. Well, let's talk about taxes here and what Bryce Harper did by signing it in Philadelphia. I mean, first off, 13 years and $330 million is a massive amount of money. Anywhere, yeah. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, no matter. <laughs> yeah, maybe not Canada, but. <laughs> that, that's true. Uh, no, and, and there was a massive. You well, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> there were massive offers from other teams, uh, including in California, between the Dodgers and the Giants. So, Let's start with let's start with the Phillies contract yeah. first, and just tell everybody what does that equate to in after-tax dollars overall, and what tax factors go into playing in Pennsylvania for Bryce Harper. Sure. So the first thing is just so everybody, all well, your listeners, are aware of the contract. It's three hundred thirty million for thirteen years. In the first year, he would get a ten million dollars salary and twenty million dollars signing bonus. Years 20 through 28, he would get $26 million salary, and then he'd drop off to the paltry sum in 29 through 31 of $22 million. So that adds up to $330 million. What I figured out is he's going, he's a Nevada resident that's been established, that's pretty well, widely well known. And what I figured out, he's going to keep his, obviously deducted that, he's going to keep his Nevada residency, and he will pay tax to Philadelphia at about 3.5%, and Pennsylvania, strange, but Philadelphia has a higher rate than the state, at 3%. Um, so it's about six and a half percent that he will be paying only on the days worked in, 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 in Pennsylvania. So the Phillies obviously having spring training in Florida, it comes out to be about 40, 41 percent of his income will be taxed in Florida. Or sorry, he'll be taxed in, in, in Pennsylvania. Then he will pay as he comes to visit, you know, as he works his way up and down the American League East. He'll pay tax when they go visit the Mets, when they go visit the Braves, and as they go to California or other states. So. All of a sudden, when is $330 million? Really not $330 million. But when you're Bryce Harper, the $330 million will turn into a whopping $184 million after taxes. So although he's still not going to be starving at $184 million, it, it is a big reduction. And as I always say, it's not the gross, but it's the net. So 330 Crazy. turns out to... I, I'm, I 56%. Can't, I can't believe I'm about to say only 184 Yeah. yeah. Like, that's... Uh, yeah. Well, now, well, now, but what... That's just in taxes, but federal federal ta- federal income tax, state income tax, which is you know Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and also the jock tax on the road, California, and the other hmm. states, Wisconsin, and also his Medicare and, and his, uh, uh, Social Medicare, Social Security, and Medicare surcharge taxes. Uh, the question I, I had on this was: under our current new tax code, 
does I mean there are certain can he can he itemize anymore? Meaning agent fees, training fees. Has that all changed under the new tax law, and does that factor into negotiating these contracts? Well, those those fees are no longer tax deductible for federal income tax purposes. So all the fees that you mentioned w- wouldn't. Can he itemize? I would imagine that he probably can. With the he's married, so the, the standard deduction for a married couple is twenty four thousand. So what goes into his, uh, the, the calculation? You have to look at his state income taxes, which even though it's a lot higher, is only capped at ten thousand. You have his mortgage interest and his charity. I think he's a pretty charitable fellow, so I would imagine he'd be over the twenty-four thousand, and he would use that. For purposes of my calculation, I don't know what those numbers were. I only speculate when I do these types of calculations. I always felt the best way to do it, and Mike has concurred. The best way to do it is based solely on the contract that you know about. Don't speculate on the endorsements because you have no idea what he's making in endorsements. But uh, I think he will itemize, and again, three thirty, bang, net to one eighty-four. Incredible. I got a couple of uh. Oh, one more. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Ten million in salary, twenty million in bonus. That's right where I'm going. Yeah. What does that mean, Robert? What does the bonus do for this? In this situation, the bonus doesn't do anything for him for Pennsylvania purposes because in Pennsylvania, the signing bonus will still be taxable. In most states, as long as you have a couple the proper language in the contract, and I'll lay that out for you guys, as long as the signing bonus is payable separately from salary, it always is, as long as it's not predicated upon subsequent performance, and the third condition is it's non-refundable. As long as all those conditions are met, most tax, most states won't tax the signing bonus. However, in Pennsylvania, he would be taxing the signing <laughs> bonus. But... but so he really, there's really no difference. The only advantage is in the first year, he's he's going to he's going to get uh, twenty million dollars. He might get it up front. He might get it during the season. It doesn't matter. Um, but where, where you'll see the difference is when we, when we get to the Giants and the Dodgers. There's, there's a lot of opportunity there, and that's where I think. We're talking about Machado also. That's where I think Machado may have missed the boat a little bit. Machado is a Florida resident, and he also only got a $20 million signing bonus. However, if he would have got a bigger signing bonus, any signing bonus, that would be not taxable in California. So I think he's, his agent didn't, well, maybe the team didn't want to give it to him. But I think that's a big factor with these guys. And the more signing bonus you get when you're playing in a high-tax state and you're a resident of a tax state, the better off, the better treatment you're going to get. Wow. All right. Yeah. Let's let's now, turn. The it. other thing is on Hopper. He could have taken he could have taken the signing bonus in year two, in year nine, year thirteen. It doesn't make a difference. It's still signing bonus, uh, and he would beat some of the other state taxes. But in this case, he's not beating Pennsylvania or Philadelphia. Man, so this was this was a tough state for him. This is a tough this is a tough team to sign um, with. It's it, 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 it's it's the, the the thing that gets you is the local tax. Yeah. Because the lo- the, the state tax is very very low at three point oh seven percent. But the local tax being three and a half percent, that sort of you know adds up to six six and a half. You sort of you know are, are in the middle of the boat, the middle of the pack on tax rates there. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're fairly close to California, right? I mean, you've done you've done some numbers on this. Had he signed with the Dodgers, or the Giants, what were the numbers have had to be? Sure. So the Giants, the, the offer that's out there was twelve years, three hundred and ten million, which wouldn't have put him anywhere close on net dollars. So I figured out if the Giants paid him three hundred and forty million. After taxes, that number would be the same as the as the uh, Phillies paying $330 million. So he would have to pay more money in California. Now, remember, too, what the Giants could have done and what the Dodgers could have done is they could have really loaded up on the signing bonus. Yeah. They could have said, okay, we're going to give you $310 million was the, was the Giants' offer. We'll give you $75 million. We'll give you $100 million in signing bonus. Again, it doesn't mean that you get the check tomorrow. It just means you spread it out over time, and you would, you, you would uh, get around paying the California taxes as long as those conditions we, we mentioned were, were in there. 
So why didn't they do that? <laughs> why wouldn't you go? Uh, we don't know. Yeah. We, that's yeah. a good question, Kevin. But I, I don't. We don't know if they did that or not because we don't know. It, it, it's almost like spilt spilt milk now, right? The, yeah. the, the horse is out of the barn. The Giants didn't get him. They can say whatever they want, but I think taxes do come into play a little bit here. That um, you know, maybe the who, who, we know the Nationals' best offer was three hundred million, but it was speculated three hundred million, but was it really three hundred million if a hundred million was deferred? You know, the time present value of the contract would have been a lot less. So even though he wouldn't have paid any state taxes working in D.C., as we discussed last time I was on the show, you know, it's a big difference because you're not getting the money now. So let's go there. That's a perfect transition. I was surprised. I'm not sure if you were. Were you surprised there was no deferred money in this? Shocked. Yeah. And I'll take that one step further. You throw in Harper and Machado. The combined deferred comp on the two deals was exactly right. No deferred Zero comp. Dollars, yeah. Incredible, because I mean that's that's essentially, especially in Harper's case, being a resident of Vegas, that's where you save all your money, right? Right. You, you, you know, uh, the deferral system would have worked out real well and worked out well for Scherzer in D.C. or whatnot. But I, I guess you know he didn't want to go back there or whatever. And look, at the end of the different, at the end of the day, what's the difference between three hundred and three thirty? But easy for you and I to say it's not our money. But you know, good for you know the guy wanted to be above three twenty five. Yeah. You know, Boros and him are highly competitive guys, especially with Boros driving the ship. You knew we had to get above Mike's uh, Jim Collison's contract. You know, so I'm, I'm still fascinated by, you know, so it would have made sense. Um, it, the new tax code, when you can't deduct your agent fees yeah. anymore. Because yeah, Boros made about $10 million off of this, Correct. Right? <laughs> Correct. And, and you know, that, that stuff's got to... You know, this is just another thing for a professional athlete to factor in when he's going to sign somewhere and play somewhere mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to taxes because it's significant. Sig- I mean, you think about that. You're you're taking half. I mean, roughly half, whatever. I mean, $330 million, 184 56%. just from the tax part, right? Yeah. That's not even him having to have two residences, which, yes, he can afford it all, so on and so forth mm-hmm. here, but... It's just astonishing to me how much is getting taken in by tax. So, so Robert, we've got maybe five, six young young players who are two, three years away from being in this position, right? I mean, the Mookie Betts and the Chris Bryant and Lindor and now Mike Trout too, of course. It sounds like, I mean, if deferred money isn't the way these players want to go, and maybe it isn't, maybe they maybe cash in hand now, especially with a new CBA and things like that coming, you never know how the structure might change. But it sounds to me like getting a massive signing bonus is the way to go here. Is that not the case? Uh, it can't hurt you. I, again, I'm not a, I'm not an agent, so I don't know the way it goes into the calculation of AAV. Mike, as you probably know in hockey, the guys load up on signing bonuses because, in God forbid, in case there is a strike, yeah. you get paid no matter what if you have a signing bonus. Right, non-refundable, so right. Hockey. That's right. So I don't know what the deal is in, 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 in baseball with that. But, I, I, again, you remember what we said we talked about, Mike, is the signing bonus doesn't have to be all up front, like a true signing bonus, like in the next day. Like, you know, you do in college football, you know, when you come into the pros with college, they get it relatively quickly. You can take the money and you can just break up the salary. And it's it's interesting in both Manny and Harper's deals, they got the signing bonuses in the first year, and they lo- but, but, they, but at the same time, they lowered the salary. So in other words, if he was going to make $30 million a year it's, and, and he had $20 million salary, well, the salary, sorry, $20 million bonus, the salary is only $10 million. So it's not as if they put this on anyone on top of $30 million of salary. They just cut, you know, six and one half dozen the other. They increased the bonus and they decreased the, the salary. So 
uh, I, I think the deferral would have worked, could have worked a little bit. I don't know what the Players Association thinks about that. Maybe that's a bit of a factor, but you know Boris is going to trumpet the fact that he got him $330 million <laughs> forever. Yeah, and, and to that point, just to add on, yeah, the, the, the cash flow was even, as you stated, about 30, 30, 26, 22 down the line. But in terms of the tax purposes, the, the luxury tax purposes, the signing bonus just prorates. So it's twenty million divided by thirteen years. So it's it's beneficial to the team to have a massive signing bonus and then lower your salaries on an annual basis because that will stretch out or you know lower your AAV, which is the tax number. So if if the luxury tax is the, I mean, to me that's why Bryce Harper's got thirteen years. Sure, because ten at, ten at three thirty, thirty three million a year on the luxury tax. That's a lot of that's a lot of dough. But twenty five, not too bad. Plenty of room for Mike Trout now. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think that's correct. That's what I read also. That uh, it definitely makes sense to have gone out to thirteen years instead of ten. It's almost like uh, who was it in hockey, Mike? That they did that with. There was a big uh, Rick DiPietro. Yeah, uh, Shea Weber, Zach Parisi. Yeah, Weber and Zach yeah. Parisi. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Suter and Parisi had the same contract right. going yeah. to Minnesota. Ovechkin's got like a thirteen, yep. right? Yep. They spread that out. Yeah, yeah. spread yeah. it Ovechkin out. and yeah, and I think it was also Koval- Kovalchuk. That's oh yeah, that's right, big one. That contract was crazy. So it's not <laughs> so, so the thirteen wasn't crazy to me because I, I understood that part of it initially. You know, it's it's shocking to a lot of people to see thirteen years for Bryce Harper, um, and some of the semantics did shock me. But I think the, for the most part, the lack of deferred money was just that 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 blew me away because because we've had discussions with Robert here because we know how much that means to him just from a cash standpoint. I mean, he forfeited a lot of money being in Philadelphia without deferred money. And with a fairly small signing bonus, so right. you know that's I guess that's yeah, what we got I, I here. I was actually shocked, uh, and more so on Machado because it's California. Yeah. Bryce, if you're listening, yeah, you should have talked to Robert. Robert is for hire. <laughs> yeah, you should have talked to Robert beforehand, <laughs> before you inked, uh, or frankly, Scott Boris. Maybe you should call Robert. Um, I think Bryce did his homework. It took 117 days to get here. Right? No kidding. I mean, good nah, lord. He wanted, wanted some time off. Oh. Who are we kidding? Hey, Robert, before we let you go, uh, just you know, I just want to go back to this is the first year under the new tax laws. Do you think athletes have been hit by this? Meaning, hey, uh, you know, a lot of people I know, you know, middle class America friends are like, man, I'm not getting the return I usually get or, oh, gosh, I actually owe money. I, this wasn't supposed to be the case because they're taking home more money in paychecks. Has that been the case for athletes and clients uh, that you know it's no, nothing specific but have athletes been hit hit hard by this uh, i think where the athletes benefited was the rate like what everybody was the top rate went from 39.6 to 37 so that was a benefit however there's a couple things that are really hitting the athletes hard number one is the state taxes the state tax with the reduction of the state taxes now capping at a measly ten thousand dollars combined between state taxes and real estate taxes it makes the difference between playing in a high-tax state like California and a no-tax state, say, like Florida, exponentially larger. It used to be if Manny Machado was paying all these California taxes, he'd get a write-off for approximately 40% of it on, on his federal return. That's no longer the case. So combined with the fact that you no longer deduct agent fees, union dues, or whatnot, it's a, it's a big hit. What we're seeing with a lot of our guys is we, we adjusted the withholding during the year, and you know, so that way we know whether that you know we, we we planned out before we ran tax. So you know, hopefully we don't get any surprises, and hopefully they're they're just as, as near as to where we thought they would be. Hmm. 
it's a good time of year to know that kind of stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> NFL free agency as <laughs> well. Those non-tax teams start uh, start pushing this stuff yeah, out on I Twitter, right? Another great topic for another podcast. Yeah, no kidding. When we approach that, uh, and again, I, I always love telling the Dominican Sue story. When he signed as a free agent, he got sixty million dollars gross with the federal tax and no state tax in Florida, but some jock tax. He netted thirty six. If the Lions wanted to match, they would have had to pay him 65, and as we know, he's further into their cap. And if the Raiders were rumored to be in the running, they would have had to pay him 70.1, and wow. he's further into their cap. So, again, that's when you really see the best gross deal may not be the best net deal, and you see the California teams and all those teams on, with the high-tax states overpaying. Where I think you got a sort of, little bit interesting that you've never seen before in, in the NFL free agency this year or even in the draft is what do you do if you're drafted by the Raiders? Yeah. What do you do about signing a free agent? I'll tell you what you don't backload do. you don't your contract. Money in this, yeah, you don't. That's right. You don't take a lot of money this year. Normally, the signing bonuses are all paid by the second year, but you know for sure they're going to be they're going to be in California this year. You don't know where they're going to be next year, but you may want to push your money back at least until further into the summer next in in 2020. Because what happens if they do the OTAs in California and you get your money then? Then you're still in California. Hmm. Wow, that's great. Yeah, fascinating stuff. Plenty more coming, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Robert, thanks so much for your time. Robert Rayola at Sports Taxman. Follow him on Twitter, and it's uh, PKF O'Connor Davies is the firm Robert works for. Robert, thanks for your expertise. Thanks, fellas. Have a great weekend. All right, I'm 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 kind of sick. <laughs> over no i'm like you know everybody wants to make all this money yeah. right it kind of feels good to be average doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you know i'd like to like to experience that problem at some yeah. point right um oh there goes anybody out there listening who's a, a freelance is uh mm-hmm. you know and you get paid it's like pff, just put half of it aside because you know half of it's gone um and i experienced some of that uh through my working in professional golf yeah with what state did you work in and, and all that stuff. So um, not nearly as much as professional athletes have to do. But, man, that is just eye-opening number. I mean, I, I thought it'd be like 220 yeah. that he'd net. You know, 230, maybe paid $100 million in taxes. 55%. That is just ridiculous. Off the top. <laughs> that is crazy. It, it, be, it befuddles me why there, there isn't a $50 million bonus on this contract. Knowing what we know. Right. I mean, it took us a three-minute conversation with Robert. You know, are, I, I hope these guys are having those conversations because that's correct. a lot of money to lose based on structure. That's all this is. It's structure. He's going to make the 330 one way or another. Why not make 50, 50 million of that a bonus? Well, don't, don't, don't you think? I mean, listen, between Machado and Harper here, yeah. don't you think all those conversations are just about the final number? The three thirty, right? I mean, I, I get it from the agent standpoint. I get the headline. I get it, but at some point, somebody's got to be in these guys' ears saying, "Listen, man, you're about to lose, you know, a hundred and twenty million dollars." Right. <laughs> well, let's talk about the bonus thing because um, I, I thought that was interesting. You know, when you call it signing bonus, but I you have to put the money in escrow. I always thought, like in the NFL, yeah. you're if you're going to sign a player with a signing bonus, I'm ninety eight percent sure that money's got to be in escrow. Yeah in order to, to cover the bonus, mm-hmm. right? This is why Cleo Max a Chicago Bear. Yeah, but I think the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies who are paying, you know, everyone else on their roster about $6 million, you know, on average. I mean, there's nobody. It's a bunch of kids and Bryce now. Right. It's a great situation. The money was there. They, they could have gone higher and they could have they could handle the bonus, especially the way Robert laid it out. It could be $50 million, but broken up at $10 million over five years. 
you know, in terms of the sure. cash flow. Right. I mean, that's a smart way to do it for Bryce too. Right. You know, you keep your salaries low. That's going to spread out throughout the 13 years still, like I said, for payroll tax purposes. So the AEV still stays at $25 million, which is great. I mean, that's a great number for a superstar. But I, yeah, this there was just a smarter way cash-wise to do this deal. It certainly seems so, <laughs> yeah. especially when uh, all these intricacies that Robert was talking about uh, when it comes to residency, mm-hmm. where you're at. And that's where the deferred, because we talked about this. Robert was on a longer version of the podcast, and I, I remember him talking about it. the smart money would be to defer salary when you retire, yeah. if you're going to live in a non-tax state, Florida, for example. Vegas, yeah. Vegas, you know, you know Nevada, um, state of Washington, mm-hmm. Tennessee, Texas, where you know, wherever you want to go there, and you'd earn that money, and you wouldn't have to pay a state income tax on it. Fascinating that you know he's got the three point five percent Philadelphia tax, yeah. the city tax, on yeah. top of the state income tax. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to that, I mean, we're in New York State, and we pay eight percent. Yeah, a little more. Yeah, a little more than eight percent. Eight, think it's eight and three quarters. So it's comparable. It's comparable. Uh, to what he'd have to pay there, so that the, that part to me is fascinating, mm-hmm. um, but not deferring money, especially when what was the one thing everybody tweeted out? Bobby Bonilla's contract, yeah, yeah. Well, he'll still be getting paid after Bryce. Four up. years after Bryce is done with this, that's astonishing <laughs> to me, right? I mean, he's still. It was, oh, the, I love those Mets, right? <laughs> but still getting paid <laughs> yeah. well after the fact, and yeah, that's not a bad gig, right? No, to be retired and. Having a you know non taxable income like that coming in if you're Bryce Harper, I don't get it. Right, it's I a, don't it, get it. It's a great annuity, but you know he's also 26 and he's probably not thinking about that. But point, yeah, but right? come on, we're all smarter than that now. You, There's people that exist that should be in these guys' ears, and I, I'm sure there are. I mean, we're downplaying this a little bit. Sure. There's got to be a reason this all happened, but let's let's push forward a little bit. Yeah, why is this 13 years? Why is this no opt outs? Why is this? I mean. The rest of this contract is questionable to me. Yeah. I, I mean, this is almost like I don't feel like working on this anymore, <laughs> says Scott Boris and Bryce Harper. I'm sure, done. Sure. Right? Like, this I'm done. the last one we're going to do yeah. to play baseball. I don't want to have to think about opting out and whether or not my value is better now than it was. or Because that's it. I mean, you've forfeited control. There is a full no trade clause. That's fine. You know, because it, I will say this, especially later when those salaries drop to 22. In the late tw- in the late twenty twenties, by the way, sure. If you can right. think that far ahead, um, that's going to be a pretty tradable contract if he's still a decent player. Twenty two million in twenty twenty eight could be that'd be nothing to the fiftieth in the league. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, at that point, if if they continue to escalate the way they've been escalating, yeah. Yes. So it is a tradable contract, and he does have control over that. But I, not not putting options in in a league where players are losing control over their finances seems just seems silly. Why not at least give yourself the ability to say I'm done with this and I need to and I need need to go elsewhere or I need to reevaluate my value or 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 anything. Just it just seems silly because there's no out now. There's no this out. This is his, this is his payment now. And you know, what <laughs> if baseball expands? Yeah. Right? I mean yeah. that, that that's been talked about globally. I mean, the money could get big. I mean, that's what happened to basketball pretty quickly. Yes. The second they started to infuse that the international scene, man, the TV and the money got real, real, real big. I mean, that's why you're seeing $50 million for LeBron in three years here. That's I mean, no joke. It's I mean, not. That's un- happening. It's not unfathomable that there'd be a Major League Baseball team in Tokyo, yep. uh, China. Yep. And that, if that happens. Dominican. I, I right. Mean, if that happens. Puerto Rico, yeah. The, the money would 
you're right. It would be like NBA. It would just explode. Yeah, and that is what happened. And people didn't see it coming. But the money is ridiculous in the NBA. Yeah, because they have a deal, uh, a distribution deal in China. Crazy. Which is, yeah, massive. Crazy. And we know baseball works in Japan. Yes. We know it does. Yeah, I saw the Tom Selleck movie. Yeah, so it does. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you're dating yourself. <laughs> um, so in, in summary, I mean, this is a massive deal. We've been waiting for this deal to drop. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. What does this deal mean for Mike Trout? Because mm. you mentioned him. Um, like he is, uh, he could be the greatest center fielder of all time. Yeah. Um, you've mentioned that before at Philly. He certainly has got to be on his radar. Yeah. Hometown. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not, he's like, we know Mike Trout because he's a great player, not because of where he plays. I, uh, well, yeah. In, and, in and, contrary, and, I actually. Yeah. And because of the taxes, yeah. What, yeah. what Robert said there, it wouldn't make sense for him to stay with the Angels. No. Well, he's getting killed out there right now. Yes. On his $33 million salary. But I, Here's the thing, I you know the, the 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 conversation quickly switched from Bryce to Harper, like or Bryce to Trout. You know what's going to be next, and I, I started to see the stat comparisons and people sticking up for Bryce Harper. Let's just stop that conversation. Trout, it a is much not player. even close, people. Mike Trout is so far ahead of everybody. Not named Mookie Betts right now. It, it, it's it's sick where Mike Trout is statistically. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer today. He's a Hall of Famer today, and he's not an old man, right? So, so, yeah, here's the thing. You're not going to hear Mike Trout and Mike Trout's agent coming, to, coming on Twitter and saying, we got to make sure this guy is the highest paid this and the, and the numbers are this. And that's not going to happen Mike Trout. Mike Trout wants to go out there and play baseball, and he's going to get paid well for it, but it's not going to be about the headline for Mike Trout. Um, but if value is value, we're over $40 million on Mike Trout, and we're not even close. I mean, if we're taking the average salary into it, we're over $40 million. For sure, Manny Machado is not not worth thirty. He got thirty. Manny, Manny Machado is not worth three hundred million dollars. So, and this is two years down the road, correct? Yeah, there is two, there's a, there's two more years left on Mike Trout's deal. This and next. Um, look, if those Angels are, you know, trending southward, still we're going to hear around this July deadline about <laughs> Mike Trout being on the trade block. Look, it's going to happen. Um, not to get too deep in the weeds in this, if the Phillies had Trout and Harper. Yeah, could they afford to pay anybody to, to pitch? I mean, I mean, we're talking that'd you be are, close to sixty million in two players. The luxury tax is going to rise. I mean, it, it, it's like a salary cap; it increases every year. You got to hope that you know there's a jump with this new CBA. Maybe some things get restructured. Um, there's going to be people. There's going to be a lot of players, and the players' association itself will be gawking at the fact that superstars aren't being able to get paid. I mean. Bryce Harper at twenty five million per year is going to come up, right? Yeah, because he came into his this thing wanting forty. So and, and people were uh, wondering if there was collusion in, the, in Machado and Harper yeah. not being signed. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that now. To to this point, and, and we sort of glazed over it with Robert. The, the Dodgers offered four years for one sixty eight. That's a lot of money. That's a lot that of money. That's a lot of money. In that's a, a short, lot of money in a very short period and that's of time. The, that is, you know, anyone who listens to our podcast knows that's the structure I was pushing for. That yes. is cash and control. I mean, that is maximizing everything for you. Uh, I'm a little, I'm flabbergasted that that didn't get considered strongly because you make 170 million dollars, then you get to go back to free agency at age 29. That sounds pretty good to me. Um, but I get it. I think I sort of get it. I mean, Bryce just gets to play baseball now. 
<laughs> you know, doesn't have to there, worry. There's about nothing the else things. to talk about anymore. This is what I'm getting paid. This is it, and uh, end of conversation. And we'll see if it gets the John Tavares treatment when he goes back to. Yeah, did you see that? Washington, <laughs> Washington, <laughs> plastic <laughs> snakes getting thrown yeah, at him. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's the other thing. He's going to play Washington quite a few times every year. Right. Yeah. And as a Mets fan, that's great. Thanks for sticking in the NL East, bud. Yeah, well, that's great. Left a lefty in in a Citizens Bank Park. My goodness. But what is interesting is the division that he stayed in too. Yeah, uh, tax wise. That's frankly. right. Right. That's right. New York. Yeah, the jock taxes in New York. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Florida's a little, Florida's okay though. Florida's okay. Maybe I don't know. You, I don't know about Georgia. Do you? Uh, no. No. But I know they're a good team. I was going to say, there's four really good teams right now in this division. Yeah, should be great. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, that's, we're going to wrap it up here for our uh, super emergency contract edition. Uh, the big whale landed in Philadelphia, the Phillies, Bryce Harper. Thanks to Robert Rayola. Follow him on Twitter, at Sports Taxman. And, of course, uh, make sure you check out the premium section. Go look at the Phillies' uh, roster and see what's on there. I mean, they're they're still spending cash, but when he looks at salary this year, Bryce Harper is third on the team. I'm not going to tell you who's won. Go look for yourself. They signed, they signed their ace pitcher to a four-year, $45 million contract. Yes. So it's good times in Philadelphia right now. Th- things are well in the yeah. Philadelphia freedom, that's for sure, with the money. Uh, you know, they don't have sales tax there. Maybe that's why he signed there. He can do all shopping <laughs> in the state of Pennsylvania. All right, for Mike Gennetti, I'm Kevin Sylvester. Thanks for listening to the SpotTrack.com podcast.